Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. Now, in this episode, we are showcasing Jody Brim of Jody Brim Creative. And this woman is absolutely one of the most inspiring and empowering women I have ever had the privilege to know. I've been working with Jody for almost four years now, and the way she runs her business, the way she just carries herself as a person, as a woman, as a business owner, is something that I aspire to just every single day. She has inspired me time and time again in all the years that I have been working with her, and her story is one of triumph, victory, love, compassion, patience, understanding, and so many other just incredible attributes to her as a person and seeing the perseverance of her through all of the obstacles that she's had to overcome in her business is just such a testament. And I cannot wait for you all to hear it. We've split this episode into two parts. So you're going to hear part one today, and then part two will be coming out next week. I hope you all enjoy. And if you love this episode as much as we loved recording it, get that screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us. I hope you have an awesome day. And here we go. Let's dive in. Hey y'all, thanks for joining on this season of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. This season is so special and I cannot wait for you to listen in. I'm bringing on some guests that have incredible, empowering, and inspiring stories to share with you in order to inspire and empower you to grow the business that you desire and to live the life you want to live. So pop in those headphones and let's listen in. Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. I'm, I know I say this a lot, but I have to say the person that I'm getting to reintroduce to you, if you listen to her previous podcast episode with us, uh, is one of, honestly, like my dearest friends. I love this woman so much. She is an inspiration to me every single day, and I am blessed enough that I get to work with her every single day. So you will be hearing all about Jodi Brim and her incredible story on her business, her life, and how she harmonizes both in a way that just is in alignment with who she is as a person and a business owner and a mom and a wife and all of the things. And Jodi, I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much. I'm so, wow. That was such a, a lovely intro. I feel like I'm cheesing ear to ear over here. guessing. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. You know, I love you. So I'm excited to to be to be back. Well, I love you too. And I'm super excited to have you. I think the last time we talked, we really kind of dove in on like business tips and that kind of thing. Yeah. And as you know, this season is all about inspiring and empowering stories uh, in photographers. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to still keep it really niche to photographers because there's so many incredible stories within that community. And like I said, I've been lucky enough to work with you, you know, kind of side by side for we just realized almost four years. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> telling you, you're, look, I'm, and we have to share that there's a new language that, you know, has come from this. <laughs> you yes. speak my language. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. I am a certified German oh translator. <laughs> yes. I mean, Lord, I didn't know I needed that. So I just, I just love how you can anticipate all the needs. Oh, all the needs. well, I'm super yeah. grateful that I get to, I get to translate and anticipate because it's, it's a lot yes. of fun. So yeah, I, yes. I want to know, I mean, I know bits and pieces of your story since I've been working with you. I've listened to other podcast episodes or magazine articles that you've been in. But what I would like for you to share just to kind of start off, start us off is what has like, what did the very first start of your business look like? And then there is this pivotal moment and everything changed. And everything changed. I can speak directly to that. So the way business first looked uh, in the beginning was confusing and lost. <laughs> I had to give two <laughs> words, confused and lost. But I had a natural energy drive. I've always been a very driven person. And I knew I wanted to start a business because I knew the life that I wanted early on. I felt like I was a little bit of the, the wise beyond your years at a, in my early 20s. And so I I guess maybe I'll give the shortened version of that is when I got married, let me go back. No, I got to give a little bit, a little bit more. When I got married in 2012, before that, I had been traveling a lot for work. So I was, I moved away from my hometown in Winston-Salem, North Carolina in 2008. Oh, wow. 2008. Dang. That's a long time ago. And then I lived in Atlanta, moved to Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, and then moved to Chicago. And then when I got married, I was still living in North Carolina, and but I was working in DC, Philadelphia. I was well, working all over. So I didn't really get to start my business until 2012, but it was part-time. So I came in part-time and I was, I was blessed to shadow my wedding photographer in 2012. I got married in 2012. She allowed me to shadow her in 2012, some weddings. And that's how I got started in like professional photography. Cause I was doing dabbling photography a bit when I was living in Atlanta and even in Knoxville, but I didn't really get to solidify my business until 2012. And then I went full time. I did skip a little bit there. Let me go back. In 2012, I worked my hiney off to be able to go full time in 2013. So in 2012, we, I will tell you just a little bit behind the scenes, my husband and I lived severely below our means. Um, We had great jobs. My entire salary went and went to paying off my debt, student loans. I went to undergrad degree, had a master's degree. I'm like, Lord, I racked up this debt. And we we paid off $100,000 in a year. So that was how I was able to start my business full time. But again, we, we made decisions that most people wouldn't like, we could have gotten the the big house. We could have, we didn't have car payments. We could have gotten all of that and we decided not to, so we could set our lives up. And it wasn't just for me to become an entrepreneur. It was just so I could be a stay at home mom if I chose to be that. Cause I knew we wanted, wanted um, to have children. So this was all like, okay, if we want our lives to look like this, we got to have a plan for it. So I'm one that, you know, if someone says that they want to take the leap of faith and just quit their day job, I'm not an advocate of that. I'm an advocate of having a plan first before you take that leap. Okay. Yes, I get faith is, you know, believing it, um, believing it until you see it. Or is that, is that what they say? Believe it until you see it. You got to, because most people say you got to see it to believe it, but no, faith is the opposite of that. But I also think you should have a plan to accompany that faith. <laughs> I like it. So that's the shortened version of how I got 
really kicked off into the world of photography is I had to set my life up first. So, because I knew just my personality, my work ethic, my drive, and what I wanted to provide to clients was an exceptional service, an exceptional experience. And I knew I had to allow my life to have this time set to provide that for my clients. So it was gradual, but I, I was still very confused and very lost in what I was supposed to do. Like, how do I do that? Though? Like, how do I get there? So I was able to, to shadow two photographers in particular. I will shout them out because I'll never forget uh, Megan Jueli photography and Still Shots photography, Ashley Crawley. They allowed me to shadow them and it just ignited uh, even just the motivation to see, okay, I can do this. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just, I was so inspired. They actually had a beautiful, she still has a beautiful studio in downtown Greensboro. And I was able to shadow her for some lighting and, you know, just seeing how the studio operates. It was awesome. So anyway, that's the, that's the short version of how I got into the world of photography. So why, why first of all, I didn't know you had a master's. Like, hello. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh. So my whole, my dream was to work for the government. So I got a master's in public administration and then my uh, specialty was nonprofit management. So I was really wanting to work for the government and start a nonprofit. It's so funny. I ended up working for a for-profit institution and then starting my own business. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So why photography? I don't think I've ever asked you this. Oh, was- wow. Like I knew, I knew that you shadowed your wedding photographer, but like, what was it that you're just yeah. like photography? Yep. This, this is it. Yeah. Photos. Yeah. Well, I was, I always carried a camera, even at, I promise you probably the young age of like probably nine or 10. I was really young. I remember having a purple Fuji film camera. I would be so excited. I would just take photos all the time. Like I was the one that was never in the photo hardly because I was always taking the photo. I would be so excited to get that film developed. Like, I miss that, just being able to drop off your photo or your film. But that's like I got started just because it was a natural passion of mine to just capture moments. Like, I loved it. I love to capture energy and personalities. And this was early, like as a child. And I was just always the one taking photos. I had a whole, I was so sad about this. I had a whole hard drive that got destroyed from all of these photos that I captured in college, undergrad high school, like all this, I, I have nothing to show for it. So uh-huh. that's another lesson I learned to back, back up. So yeah. But anyway, I got started with just taking landscape pictures of flowers. I would just take pictures of the rain. Like I would just take photos and then it kind of transitioned into taking photos of people. So I, yeah. I had no idea. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always had a camera in my purse. I've always loved photography. And if I had given myself more time to quit my full-time job, I think I would have gone into photography, but I only give myself six months and you're not going full-time as a photographer (laughs) in six months. (laughs) Even if you wing it, like it's not happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. It is. It is. I love it. So talk to me about you shadowed the the photographers and then... Mm -hmm. You went full time. So then what happened mm-hmm. between like 2013, 2014, when like you went from lost and confused to like, okay, like, oh, yeah, this is happening. oh, yeah. Okay. So what happened was the clarity that I, that I had, it comes with experience and just trying new things. Like I tried everything. I tried boudoir. I tried newborns. I literally have shot probably every genre of photography. Like I've tried editorial stuff. I've tried it all. 
And what stuck with me at the time was weddings. And I still, to this day, even though I don't photograph weddings anymore, I still loved photographing weddings. The reason why I stopped photographing weddings is just it didn't align with the how my life had changed. And that's why I'll go into in 2015, how my life significantly changed and what ignited a fire in me to kind of change the whole trajectory of where I was going with wedding photography. And what happened, I had had a baby in 2015. And shortly after having my child, Lydia, my husband got sick and she was about four months old. And at that time I had, you know, I was on maternity leave. I had taken some time away from photography, but not like I was still shooting weddings, but just not as many shoots. And my husband got sick from an autoimmune condition. It was just a very rare condition that completely immobilized him. And so he's doing much better now, but this has been like a seven year journey. Like we're still on this journey of healing and I became his full-time caregiver. And what happened was my husband who was working so much for us and traveling the world every, every week, literally we saw each other seven days a week. It came time he wasn't working and then, okay, now I need to step up my game and to contribute more to the household. So I was able to do that. And, you know, I would go and work a wedding and then come back to the hospital. Like this was literally like five years of being in a hospital, like in, in and out all the time, five years. And now we're at the place where thankfully he's able to work. Thankfully, you know, he has, you know, he's providing for our family, but it was a, it was a time where that was not the case where the photographer, like my mental state, my mindset was like, okay, you got to do something different. So that's when I created my own lane of brand photography. And I did that primarily because I couldn't go get a corporate job because I needed to take care of my husband. So now, okay, the skill set that I already have, the experience that I already have, how can I turn that into something that's amazing? Because I still get bored very easily if you learn me <laughs> by now, Jen. You know, yes. I have to have to do something that I, that excites me to to want to, to provide the service. So I created this elevated experience for brand photography. And in that, back then, there was no category of brand photography. I was just getting a ton of requests for headshots. So I ended up renting a studio uh, with four of the girls and then ended up having that just to be my main studio I went, when they left. And that was in 2017, I believe, 2018, 2017. And then um, stayed there for a little bit and then ended up getting a, a larger space where I was able to really provide the type of experience that I wanted to provide for clients. And that is when I my business just took off. Like It just took off with the brand photography world because it was something that was different, unique. And then I was still able to align my life with taking care of my family, my daughter, being the caregiver for my husband. And thankfully, we're, this is what, year seven, we're at a much, much, much better place now, but we're still on our healing journey. But photography and having this gift um, and this business has allowed me to just be able to have the life that, you know, or I guess have my business fit my life and not try to make my life fit my business. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, Did I absolutely. say that backwards? You know what no, I mean? I think, no, I think, I think yeah. you said it correctly. And that's, you know, that's one yeah. of the things that, is so important to me when working with clients. And I mean, and I feel like of all the clients I've worked with, you probably know this the best. I want to help you create businesses that you can walk away from (laughs) and not, and not feel like, you know, you're constantly having to check in. And the thing that I've been using a lot lately is running a business without the business running you. Mm -hmm, Honey. Yes. You know know what? Look, you know, I'm thankful for you for that. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this has been this has been such a treat the last few years of being able to go on a vacation. You know, we go to the beach every May and 
and not have to worry about it. And then taking a whole month off of December and knowing in January, I still, I, or in December, I still have bookings. Yeah. Cause Jen goes on a booking spree, <laughs> you know, like I just, I'm so thankful for you. And I, and I, I can't remember. You said we came on. What what year did you come on? 2018? 2019? 2019. 2018. Okay, 2018. 2019. Yeah. yeah. End of 2018, we connected. And then yeah. uh, in, uh, it was the beginning of 2019 when we kicked off. Yeah. And that was a game changer, too. Just having that time back. Oh, my goodness. That's, I mean, I was able to make even more money because I had you focused on. I mean, you were focused on. You're still focused on income, income generating, you know, mm-hmm. activities, too. But right. me, at the same time, I'm able to double, triple that income. I mean, it's been night and day how my business has been since having you on board for that. So I have to thank you for that. Let me give you your props, too. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to I wanna back up a bit. I want to know, when you think back to when your husband got like the first diagnosis yeah. and you're like yeah. realizing, okay... This isn't something that's going to go away in a couple of weeks. Like right. this is life changing. What did that yeah. look like from that moment to not necessarily where you're at now, but probably where you're you were at like around 2019? Because at that point, I feel like you kind of got a handle on things. I did. I, I, I did. can't imagine those two years of like transition and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to find our new normal is what we, and we had, we always talked about having crazy faith. So I'll tell you what I did to number one, keep my sanity. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. Like, my healthy husband who is, I haven't even seen get a cold, you know, to now we're on this. We don't even know what like, there's no problem. Like we didn't know what was going on. It was such a rare condition. Yeah. So my, my faith kicked in in high gear. And I am so thankful for my faith because it is the reason why I am still here today. And I feel like, and I mean, that may not be for everybody, but this is just my story. Absolutely. And starting my day with meditation and prayer, starting my day with journaling, like I had a better handle on it that I will say now because it's, 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 I feel like it's easier to get out of that habit when you're, when things aren't as tough. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm working on making that a, a habit now. But back then, my habit was so, I was so disciplined, but I went through stages. I went through the stage of, I was just in denial that this was happening, you know, and then I'm like, okay, okay, I got to accept that this is happening. And then, okay, what are we going to do now to try to maintain our joy each day? Because we could go down this dark road and be depressed, which I just didn't allow myself to go. But I felt very, 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 very very hard nights or hard days, not even just nights. Nights will work harder than morning because I'm a morning person. So I'm pretty much optimistic in the morning, especially when I've had coffee, but <laughs> nights were even harder because it's like, oh my gosh, you're thinking, you're analyzing your day. You're thinking about what all transpired and how we still are not where we want to be in our lives when it comes to our health. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people take that for granted. And I'm telling you my mindset and outlook on just life completely changed. And my fears and insecurities were lifted because I'm like, there's no time to waste. So I feel like all of this happening in 2015, 2016 allowed me to really come out of my shell because I am the most quirky, goofy. And I showed, I feel like I showed it on Instagram now, but there was a time where I was super shy. I'm like, oh my God. And I would never even take a photo of myself. Like I would never post a photo of myself. You wouldn't even know who Jody Brim Photography back then was Jody Brim Photography. You wouldn't even know who that was because I would never share photos of myself. 
So it, it just allowed me to truly step into my light and to allow me to share my gifts in a whole different way because of this unique life experience that we have gone through. And it really just, it just changed my perspective on life and just really like do the, do it now, like do it now. Don't wait. Be like, even if you're afraid, do it afraid. Like I just went for it. And I mean, it's just it's amazing. I love the business and the life that we have created. I'm thankful every day. Like I, I'm so thankful just from where we've been and, and where we are now. Cause it, it, I mean, it definitely helped. There's a blessing in all of the mess. So <laughs> there's a blessing in all of the yeah. mess that needs to go on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> there's a blessing in this mess, honey. Cause it was messy. <laughs> I can't, I mean, mm. I, so walk me through what a day at that point looked like for you. Cause I oh, knew you God. were like a day like that. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I can talk about that all day. Cause it's the same thing. <laughs> Because it nothing changed. We're like, well, okay, when is because we were thinking, okay, like you said, like it might be something that maybe a day or two, a week tops, right? It, it, weeks and months and years, yes. right? Yeah, you're like, okay, how do we keep this optimism, right? But my days looked like because I was nursing my daughter at the time, so I would pump in the morning. I remember I would pump, get her milk ready, get her situated, leave her. We had a nanny at that point, um, and then we had family members that would help us out, and then go to the hospital. Because at that time, they wouldn't allow babies her age to come to the hospital. So that was a time where I, I know my husband dealt like, because he could not even see his newborn, oh like his toddler. He couldn't see her. He couldn't be around her because they wouldn't allow her in the hospital. So that was very, very hard. And so I would be there all day. I would bring my computer. I would I would coordinate my scheduling, like my photo shoot bookings with nurses. So I would ask the nurses, like, because we had our favorite nurses, like, okay, when are you going to be here? Because I know if you're here, then I know that I'm not going to have to worry about, you know, I, I'll have peace of mind knowing I can go do this shoot and come back. So, yeah. and then I would do a swap with a family member at nighttime, like, cause he would go through physical rehabilitation. Like, so it was just a lot of that for probably about four, four years of that. Then the fifth year, it was just more so at home health type things that we were doing mm-hmm. and coordinating and. Yeah. I mean, but you listen, I have videos of me and I'll show you, I'll show you one when we're finished with this of how abnormally happy and optimistic that we were in, in the rehab facilities, like the physical rehabilitation, like we were singing random songs, commercial jingles, playing games. We had so much faith that we were going to like, this was not our forever. This is not our, this is all temporary. This is a challenging hardship that we're going through because everybody is going to go through something hard is how are you going to deal with your hard stuff? Right. And for us, the way we deal with our hard stuff is setting the atmosphere. When I was on my way to the hospital, I would play gospel worship music. I would set my spirit to to receive, okay, whatever happens, whatever news that comes in, like it's, it might go in this ear, but it might not come out this ear if it's negative news because I am choosing to believe the good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, I completely changed my mindset during that season of my life. And I know that is why I am the person that I am today. Yeah. I'm just blown away. Like I'm, I'm Oh, I thought you were frozen. <laughs> no, like I'm sitting here like I like I don't know. I don't know anybody that could go through something like that and walk away feeling like, yeah, there was there was a bless in that mess. And I'm sitting here like yes. It reminds me of when Mike and I had started dating. We lost both of his parents on our third date. And it was wow. it was a terrible tragedy. And it, it had been a couple of weeks and we were all the funerals were over. 
and we were sitting next to each other. We'd known each other for six weeks at this point. Like, oh, wow. I didn't know that. We, we had dated, like our first date was 10 days from the the night his parents died. Oh my gosh. And he, uh, we were sitting there and he said something along. He's like, I just feel really blessed. And he wow. had like all of these people turn out for him. And like, I had reached out to a friend. I was like, look, I'm not going anywhere. It doesn't need to be anything. Like I'm here happy to just be a friend. And, um, yeah. and he just, he said something along the same lines. And it was in that moment. I'm like, he's so different than anyone else Yeah, I met. Wow. And, and I've had that same like feeling with you and, and you go through, you know, some of the worst challenges you can, you can imagine in your life and you sit on the other side of it, or you sit in the middle of it and you're just like, I am blessed here. And I remember yeah, like being very. just as shocked hearing him say it as I am sitting here, yeah. like maybe not so shocked, blessed. but like in awe of, yeah. of that perspective. Well, listen, if we're above ground, yeah, we are, like being above the ground yeah. is a blessing. Having breath in our bodies, like I'm telling you, it changes you. So yeah. a trauma like that, a traumatic, like especially you know with your husband, what he went through with his parents, like it changes you. Yeah. And how are you going to use it for good? How are you going to cope? Do you right. have healthy coping? Like if you don't, you gotta seek out some some help for that yeah. because we could have gone. We thankfully with our upbringing. I feel like having a foundation in Christ is what helped me to yeah. to know, okay, because I was prepared. Like life before this happened was pretty perfect. And sometimes it was so perfect, I was scared something bad would happen. You never thought like that? Like, gosh, like even when I would go on vacation, like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to be able to go. I'm so excited for this trip. Is something bad going to happen? Is the plane going to like cancel? Like, you know, I would, I'm that person. I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. You know that. Mm-hmm. But just in life and during that time, I was thinking just, I just remember having th- those thoughts just because I am a natural warrior. I try not to, but I am still a natural warrior. Like, gosh, my husband, I love, I'm obsessed with him. I love our daughter. I love the life we we're building together. And then it's like, bam. But thankfully I was raised to prepare because my mama always says, girl, life is, life isn't fair. Yeah. Life is not fair. How are you going to deal with it though? Because we all will be dealt difficult situations, challenges. Everybody, everybody's going through something. It might, they might have a a good harvest season they're going through right now, but there'll be another season where it's, you know, it's challenging. Life is, life can be hard at times, but we can do, we can do hard things. You know, I have to tell myself that all the time. We can do hard things. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.